Hey, my beautiful friend. Welcome to the Bay Life Podcast. I am Amber Smith, and I am a boy mom and health enthusiast who's passionate about improving mental and physical health education to help women empower interest in improving their health and well-being or the mental and physical well-being so that they can improve their sense of worthiness and unconditional love within to thrive and bloom with beautiful confidence in mind, body, and soul. I give you tangible tips to help you as you journey to become your most beautiful, healthiest version of you. Let's do this, my friend. Hello, my beautiful friend. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode of the Bay Life Podcast. So I have to start out our conversation today with a story, okay? So my husband and I are two complete opposites when it comes to food. He is a complete foodie. Don't get me wrong. I love trying new foods. I love eating out. I love trying new restaurants and fixed menus. We have dined at so many amazing uh, restaurants that have just been great opportunities to be able to dine at. And I'm just so fortunate and grateful that we've had that opportunity and we have yet to discover new eating opportunities in our lifetime. So I'm just really excited that we have that connection with each other. However, when it comes to everyday eating, that's a huge different story. So my husband has a metabolism that is like totally crazy, right? He can eat and eat and eat and eat and not gain an ounce. In fact, he can still fit into pants that he did back in high school when I met him at the age of 14. <laughs> That's how long I've known him. He still has swim shorts that he wears from when he was like 16. When we were 16 and we went to the lake for my 16th birthday, he still wears those swim shorts, right? So he has not gained a pound. And his eating habits are crazy. We always have these conversations and joke about it because he's like that Chick-fil-A, Cinnabon type person. Me, on the other hand, I'm like, okay, if I eat like this, I like blow up like a balloon. Like I have to watch what I eat. I have to, you know, really take care of my body. And there have just been other areas of our life where it's like, okay, he can do something but I have to work really hard at it, right? And that was like, I got thinking about this while I was doing this podcast is like, okay, he doesn't really have to work hard at anything in life, right? Which I love him for that. I think that's great. But on the other hand, I do. And it just makes me think, okay, well, me being able to essentially, you know, be able to expand myself a little bit more has taught me so much more wisdom and knowledge about life. And and especially when it comes to eating food. And that is just, I've always been passionate since I um, had my nutritionist when I was pregnant with my boys I just have really gained an understanding and a better relationship with my food since then. I had, I can look back and see how I was having a really bad toxic relationship with my food. Just like you can have a toxic relationship with, with a significant other or a boyfriend or 
you know, girlfriend or whatever it might be, you know, it's all the same. It's like it's that toxic relationship and it's building that relationship with your food. And so I wanted to actually have a conversation today about conscious versus unconscious eating. And these are a lot of the questions I get from other people is about emotional eating and eating for stress. And um, so today, my ultimate goal is to help you to be present in your body when it comes to food and understanding that food is fuel for your body. It is there to nourish your body. It is there. It's not a bad thing. And I think in oftentimes we think that, you know, there are foods out there that are bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are. But when we balance everything out and eat, you know, those things that essentially, you know, we can consider bad, like fast food, if we eat it in moderation, then we are able to build a better relationship with our food. Okay. So let's go over what conscious eating is. Okay. Conscious eating is listening to your body when, when to eat, when you are hungry, or even when you're full. So it's about listening to your body. Okay. It's being present with your body, being conscious with your body, listening to your body to know when it's time to eat, when you're hungry, or even when you're full. Okay. Then it's allowing your body to help you determine what it needs and how to fuel it. So when you're looking in your pantry or refrigerator, it's like, okay, what does my body need? Ask it. It will tell you, like, does it want this piece of cake or does it want some oatmeal? And I guarantee you that it will tell you oatmeal because oatmeal is obviously a healthier option. And again, it's okay to eat that cake without guilt and moderation once a week, okay? That's what I, it's the way I look at it. I have a cheat meal once a week and I shut the guilt off and I go, okay, this is my cheat meal for today, okay, for this week, (laughs) okay? Totally okay. So then conscious eating is also eating nutrient-dense foods and feeling satisfied after you eat. It's feeling satisfied. It's not that full like, oh, I'm going to throw up feeling. It's like, okay, I feel satisfied. I feel good. Let's go. And then it's focusing your attention on eating and chewing your food. I think we get so caught up in our daily lives. We get so excited. We get in a hurry that we just gobble our food down. Don't get me wrong. There, I'm guilty of this too. And this is something that we can all work on together (laughs) is, you know, really focusing on eating our food. Okay. So what is unconscious eating? And unconscious eating is ignoring your body eating when not hungry and keeping eating after you're full. So maybe you're not hungry, but you go grab a snack anyways, or you keep eating because it's so, so good, but your tummy just hurts so, so bad, but you keep eating anyways because it is that good, (laughs) right? And then it's, you allow your emotions to determine what you'll eat. And oftentimes this 
eating for emotions is comfort foods like sugar, carbs, and then you feel sluggish after a meal instead of satisfied and as if you enjoyed that meal. It's just you feel, oh, right? And then also unconscious eating is watching TV or looking at your phone while eating. And no judgment here. I mean, we are a family that turns off the phones, any electronic devices, unless it's a Warriors game, then that might be a different story on the TV. However, we turn all our electronics off and we enjoy our dinner as a family. And this is something that we do at restaurants too, unless it's like completely like we're at a restaurant, we're out of town and they, we don't have to do it so much anymore because our kids were, are now like to the age where it's like, okay, you can sit down and chill out for a moment. (laughs) But unless it was like one of those moments where it was just like, we had to like, we were out of town and it's like, okay, fine, here's the phone. But we do try to keep the electronics to a minimal while we're eating out or we're eating dinner at the table. And this for me is a really awesome time to be able to talk as a family. I mean, we are during the day, it's just to that point where it's just like you get so caught up in busy lives. For me, sitting at the dinner table and just having that time as a family is so special and so important. And I just feel that, in my opinion, that, you know, this is a special time to be able to get together as a family and to enjoy your food. So that is unconscious eating. Okay. So how to get more conscious in our eating habits throughout the day. And that is turning off electronics during mealtime and enjoying each other's company and using this time as family time to talk about your day, to get to know, you know, understand your kids, how their days are going at school, asking them empowering questions. I mean, we talk a lot about asking ourselves empowering questions on this podcast. It's You can also use these questions that I have you journal out each week using them on your kids as well. And that is something that I've been intentionally doing as well with my kids. Like in the car, I'll say, what was your favorite thing about today? And my son is getting to the point where it's like, okay, my favorite thing today was, and that just starts that conversation rather than that like grumpy, like, you know, pick up, dreading, (laughs) pick up but beyond the point it's just this is an opportunity for you to ask you know your family empowering questions of how their day went okay and getting to and getting to know each other more I mean again we live in this society and that is just so like hustle and bustle hurry gotta get somewhere gotta get something done it's just taking that moment to be more mindful and present with your family. And that for me is so, so important. And I hope to inspire that into you as well. Also getting more conscious is tasting and focusing, enjoying your food. This is a mindful practice, really tasting your food. It's 
you know, maybe closing your eyes and really tasting it and enjoying the flavors of each bite. I know that when my husband and I go to a fine dining restaurant where it's a prefix menu, I mean, we have been to restaurants that have had like 15, 20 courses. <laughs> and and they, these courses are so small, but what is so great about it is you feel like good after you're done eating these courses because of the small bites. And it's made to enjoy each bite, to enjoy the flavors of each bite. And so we can do that in our everyday lives. This is enjoying each bite that we take of our food. And the more and more we do that, the more satisfied rather than full we will feel. Okay. Again, it's chewing your food, slowing down, and enjoying each bite. And asking yourself if you really are hungry. Okay, am I hungry right now? Or is this coming from my emotions? Okay, if you ate two, three hours ago, perhaps, and your tummy is growling, then yes, you're most likely hungry. However, if you're not, you know, being conscious about your eating and you have had a stressful day and you go to grab that bag of potato chips out of the pantry, you open it up, you smell it and you're like, yes. And then you just start like grabbing handfuls, popping them in your mouth. Okay. Maybe that's stress eating. Okay. But we're just saying that, you know, you again, moderation, you can enjoy those chips. I just want I like to put these little moderation notes in because, you know, I like to enjoy certain, you know, fun foods too. And so I am a person, a big believer that, you know, you, there, there's a reason why these foods are <laughs> here on earth and they are to be enjoyed in moderation. So I like to put, when I talk about nutrition, I like to put that in there, that little side note that, you know, in moderation, because Chick-fil-A every once in a while in moderation is amazing, okay? I'm not going to lie, those breaded chicken nuggets are amazing, all right? (laughs) But again, it's being mindful, and I will, this wasn't something that I had planned on talking about, but I will anyways, is... Like when you go through a drive-thru, be mindful about what you're ordering. So when I go through the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A, I love to order a kid's meal or I share chicken nuggets with my boys. I know that five to six chicken nuggets are usually like my, uh, my number, my calorie number. And I try to not to count too many calories throughout the day, but when it comes to like you know, drive throughs and takeout, I do like to look at the calorie counts because for me, that's like mindful. It's being mindful. It's like, okay, this is how many calories are in here and this is how many I know that I can eat, okay? So usually five or six chicken nuggets and then a small kale salad. I love their kale salad. is usually a good amount for me at Chick-fil-A. Okay, so I just wanted to put that in. Like, you know, it's being mindful. I mean, you can be mindful going through the drive through You can be mindful when you're going out to eat, looking at the menu, and 
being being picky and knowing what you want and being and not being shameful or guilty of asking for your what you want when you go out okay and going back to more conscious eating is asking yourself if you're hungry and if you're not if it's coming from emotions then grab some water um sometimes you're um dehydration triggers hunger pain. So when you're dehydrated, it may feel like you're hungry, which maybe most likely you are dehydrated. Okay. So if you, if you feel unconscious with distractions, take a deep belly breath in and let it all out. And just by that one simple breath, you know, you release some of that stress out and you can like, okay, take a step back, take that deep breath and ask yourself, am I really that hungry or is this my emotions talking? Okay. So again, are you eating from a place of hunger or emotions? So I'm going to give you some, uh, the difference between emotional hunger and physical hunger. So let's start out with emotional hunger. So emotional hunger is you feel the need to eat right now and it's totally random. Okay. It's like totally random. You just feel hungry all of a sudden. You crave a specific food. Maybe it's chocolate. Maybe it's bread. Maybe it's carbs. Maybe it's the potato chips. Maybe it's pretzels. Maybe it's uh, uh, chocolate cake or that, you know. So you crave a specific food, okay? And then it usually is followed with a stress thought or feeling. Maybe something triggered you to feel a little bit stressed out throughout the day So you then therefore go and grab something to eat to help alleviate that stress, okay? And then after you eat that said snack, you feel guilty afterwards, okay? So when you're fueling your body and when you're coming from an intentional, mindful, conscious state of mind, you shouldn't have that guilty feeling after you eat. It should be coming from a gratitude. I fueled my body. I am happy. I'm joyful. I feel satisfied feeling. Okay. So physical hunger occurs gradually. Okay. So every two to three hours without eating. That's essentially how much you should be able to go without eating. Um, eating throughout the days every two to three hours. I eat about six small meals a day. I have since I've gone to the nutritionist to for my gestational diabetes. That's about how much I eat throughout the day. Six small meals a day. Uh, you know, you're open to trying new foods. Even if it looks interesting and not appetizing, you're willing to try new foods. You're open to the opportunity to try new foods, especially when you go to a different type of restaurant and you're like, okay, that looks interesting, but let's go for it. Let's just try something new. Let's get out of the comfort zone and let's do it. Or even if maybe it's a vegetable that doesn't look appetizing, 
but you know that's something that your body needs to you eat it anyways like kale (laughs) kale is my thing I kale is something that I had to learn to like okay at first I was like ew kale that's gross however I've come to have a good relationship with kale I'm like okay I know kale is good for my body so I'm going to eat kale and you just find different ways to prepare it so it tastes good okay you are alert and aware of what is going on in your body you are alert of knowing that it's hungry you uh, you're alert of your emotions you're just aware of what is happening inside your body if it's hungry or not um, you are e- easily satisfied and stop when you're full, okay? Eating and you understand and are aware that eating is necessary to fuel the body. You have that relationship with your body that you know that it, food is fuel and you don't feel guilty about it. You're like, okay, food is fuel. I'm eating. I'm in a place where my eating is food for fuel, Okay, so I have a challenge for you, and of course, it has a journal as well. <laughs> okay, I invite you to today or one day this week and stop and ask your body what it wants and focusing your awareness on your meal. Okay, so asking your body what it wants. Okay, that's the first step. Focusing on your meal and chewing and enjoying your food okay for one day and then journaling what did I feel during this exercise how did my body feel physically and mentally and write it out how did I feel how my body feel how did it feel physically how did it feel mentally and I would love to know how this exercise this challenge worked for you Okay, so I invite you to share on your Instagram stories and tag me at BEI underscore fit and let me know how this challenge worked for you and how you felt and what you learned from it because it's so, so important that we come in this state of consciousness rather than unconsciousness when it comes to fueling our bodies Because our bodies are going to love us in the long run. It's going to provide us the energy that we need to do the things that are most important to us throughout the day. It will give us the energy and the vitality, you know, for to be able to be there for our kids in in the long term, you know. So I am just so passionate when it comes to to this topic of nourishing our bodies because I have personally been able to see how it has affected me personally. I feel better about myself. I feel more confident with myself. And, you know, going back to, you know, my husband, I joke with them all the time about it, but being able to have more self-awareness with my body For that, I am really grateful. I'm really grateful for that. And that is the ultimate goal is having that ultimate appreciation for your body and what your body does for you. It's a beautiful, beautiful gift that you have been given. So my friend, 
know that you are worthy, that your body is worthy, and that your body is beautiful and your body is enough, my friend. Have an amazing, beautiful day. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode of the Bay Life Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit the subscribe button and share this episode on social and tag me at Bay underscore fit. That is at B-E-I underscore fit. Know you are beautiful, worthy, and enough. Have a beautiful day, my friend.